Welcome to this next edition of the Real Deal Podcast on this 14th of September 2021. Uh, I'm your host, Gerald Quinn. Uh, this is episode 784 of the Real Deal Podcast, and I am joined by one, Robert Sapp. How you doing tonight, Mr. Sapp? Yo. How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, no question about it. Uh, we we get off to a uh, good start to the NFL season. Um, a lot of good action, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, we had you know had some games to go down to a wire. Had, had a few surprises. Had a uh, a number of uh, performances to look back on. Um, we're going to start off the program with the uh, most impressive uh, performance as I uh, here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have two. So I'll start off. I mean, like, the, the impressive performance started off on Thursday. I thought, um, I thought Jack Prescott was just. Very, very impressive. Just very impressive um, to me. Um, and, and I know that might hurt as a, as a, as a uh, I don't even know the name of your team, um, football team, whatever, um, uh, fan, but, um, and it hurts me. I'm not a Dallas fan. Um, but uh, just in general, um, the level of play was, was extremely high, of course. But, um, I'll, I'll just be honest. I did not expect him to look good. I just didn't. I didn't. I thought that injury was significant. I thought it would take a lot of time. I thought he would come back with a little bit of rust. And no, no. He went blow for blow with Brady. He went blow for blow with Brady. Um, and uh, I, just, I just left that game just being really, really impressed with that. So it actually started off on NFL kickoff for me, the most, one of the most impressive performances. And my second impressive performance was also in another loss. But um, I love the Cleveland Browns' performance against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, uh, even though this team didn't win last night, it reminds me of Baltimore circa when New England was on top. Um, the thing that always impressed me about Baltimore is that they were never, ever afraid of New England. The rest of the league, scared. Especially AFC, AFC mostly scared. All the teams that had to face New England all the time, terrified. All the time. Um, and, uh, and when I watched the Cleveland Browns play that game, especially after last year's playoff loss, I was like, oh, that could be mentally debilitating for a team. Um, and, and me never being a... Uh, 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 Baker Mayfield, um, Dan, um, I, I, I did not anticipate that level of competitiveness from that team. And um, I watched a team that just had no fear of Kansas City at all, like at all, zero fear, no matter how much um, uh, 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 Mahomes and the boys kept pushing, um, they, kept, they kept pushing back. And then the final thing I say on it, I was just talking about this with my brother, so it's just fresh in my mind, and we'll get to it. But especially after um, the 
the Green Bay debacle, and especially after what I watched last night and watching those two quarterbacks who are supposed to be MVP caliber just kind of like, just kind of nod and be like, eh, okay, we lost. It was on me. Um, to watch, like, acting through that interception and the way that he reacted and pounded that ground and that level of just, like, I care so much about this. I was like, give me that any day of the week. I want that. That's what I want. I want that. Um, and so, and so, yeah, those, those, are my, those are the two most impressive things that stuck out of me coming out of this week, both in law. Yeah, I mean, as far as the Dallas, the Dallas, um, Tampa Bay game, I thought. First of all, I, I didn't think I didn't think the game was very good. I think the game, I didn't think the game was very good per se. Even though with the numbers, both quarterbacks put up great numbers, and there were a lot of plays made. It was kind of sloppy. The defenses uh, struggled, um, but Dak was great. Yeah, Dak definitely stood out in that game. I even thought to, I thought maybe I can make a case that he outplayed Brady. Uh, to be honest with you, um, he, was spe- he was spectacular. Spectacular. Even the interception wasn't his fault. Uh, you know, the, the ball went right through the two can. So that that definitely, uh, I, I could definitely see that being a tremendous. Uh, that was a definitely a tremendous performance. As far as Cleveland, Kansas City goes, I, I just think that Cleveland, um, that matchup is just it's, it's tricky for Kansas City because they run the football. And that how you how you match up against Kansas City, obviously in a dream in a dream world, which was the last past Super Bowl, you knock Mahomes around, sack him a bunch of times and and, and, and go from there. But more than likely that's not gonna be the case. That to me, that Super Bowl is an aberration as far as I don't see ever I don't see that ever happen again. They fixed the offensive line this year. It's definitely improved. So you have to keep Mahomes off the field. And I thought the game plan. I, I I thought the game plan was was fine. I thought the difference in the game, of course, is the fact that Kansas City has another gear that very few teams, if any, have. And um, I thought Kansas City's defense stepped up in the second half. I thought I did a lot of people were criticizing Cleveland's play calling. I was like, no, Kansas City defense they, they get paid. Coordinators get paid too, so they made a couple adjustments. Tighten up in the second half, and then of course Mahomes is Mahomes. But I definitely, I definitely walked away from that game feeling like if I'm Cleveland, I wouldn't mind seeing them again. Definitely walked away. I think they want to again. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean it's a matchup. It's a good. I mean it's it's a it is a favorable matchup. It may it, it, it may it may it may feel plays a relatively clean game. They that, that's a tough matchup for uh, Kansas City. It is. I had uh, what were your impressions? Yeah, I had uh, Green Bay, uh, New Orleans, and I had New Orleans from top to bottom. Uh, it actually was easy for me. This performance this was a just an old fashioned um, woodshed special. It was a domination of in terms of point of attack. Um, I think people forget how talented the Saints are on both sides of the ball. I think people forget that. They have a tremendous defensive line. Uh, they're good on the back end. They have an excellent offensive line with arguably one of the best running backs in the league. And I just love the game plan. Uh, I love the fact that Jamie Clinton only threw 19 passes. They ran, a, they ran the ball, what, 24 times? They only threw the ball, ni- ni- only threw the ball 19. 
they controlled the game from start to finish. And, you know, I, I'm not li – listen, everybody, the, the sexy topic to talk about, and, of course, we we know where it was coming on Monday morning, was Green Bay this, yeah. Green Bay that. I'm like, no, no. It was about – it was about – it was about the uh, it was about the Saints. Uh, it was about the Saints. It was about the Saints, and it was about Sean Payton. It was about it was, that. That was a win of culture. That was a culture win. Saints have had one of the best cultures in the last decade, and you know there's a reason why they're going on these runs, even without Drew Brees, right? You know? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater uh, came in a couple of years ago. They were like seven and one. So, yeah. it, like Sean Payton is very good at coaching and calling plays. <laughs> so that's all, is, yeah. that's, that's all there is to it. And if he can take, if he can, if Jameis Winston, who we know have talent, we've been watching since he was at Florida State. You know, yeah. not the not not not, yeah. not, the, not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but. If he can cut down on 10 to 12 interceptions, be like 33 and 16 or 32 and 15, something like that, they that team will be a, a force to be reckoned with. Period. They have they have as much talent on both sides of the ball as any team in the league. Period. They I mean yeah. they, the defensive line, offensive line, point of attack, they can they can play anywhere. Play anywhere. They don't the, the game is not they can play in the cold, they indoors, it doesn't matter. That game that that game that game travels. So I, I was thoroughly impressed with the Saints. And uh, you know, we'll we will see uh we'll see them moving forward. And yeah, it's all it's, I mean it's gonna be about James Winston, how consistent uh, he can be um throughout the course. So, you know, great you no know, great week one, five touchdowns again. He did through he threw one pass that was like, eh. but for the most part, you know, he kept it. You know, he made smart decisions, threw the ball out of bounds. There's going to, I mean, there we know there's going to be games where he has to throw a ball thirty times. That is the question. What happens when the running game gets, you know, kind of uh, just you know, stopped or controlled, and you know, you have to count him to throw the ball thirty times and go win a couple games. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I like your, your your first point is the best one, where it's just like it's, I'm I'm not as concerned. Like this this game confirmed what what I thought was that the decision making will be by Sean Payton and right. the game plan that he creates. The thing that will alter that will be if they get behind by a few touchdowns. And you have to throw the ball way more than you want to. That will that will that will dictate if Jameis Winston has really turned the corner in terms of being interception prone, turnover prone. But as long as they're on schedule, I have faith that Sean Payton. I was thinking about it. I mean, it's it's Payton in three in terms of offensive mind. It just it, it's that simple. It's those two. Um, yeah. And there's nobody that you trust more with a quarterback than those two coaches. No. In the game right now, just period. No. Just period. No, they're, they're right. So whatever your best is, they're going to get it out. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. 
Um, and so there's not a world where Jameis Winston is going to go off script in Peyton's office. No. no. But if they get behind, then that's when that that's when we'll that's when we'll tell. That's when we'll tell. Yeah, I mean he But as you said, they didn't have to worry about it this game because Green Bay didn't put up a fight. No. 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 And, speak, and, and I'll and, say this. Go if ahead. Aaron Rodgers is gonna play at an MVP level, this is where I'll get to Aaron Rodgers stuff. If he's not gonna play at an MVP level, that defense ain't safe. So it's gonna be a long season. No. If he's I, not I, gonna I, play yeah. at his ultimate best every single game. No, he so all right. No, I mean, he, he, he was bad. I, I say this about Green Bay. I'm not as concerned about Green Bay from a standpoint offensively. The thing that concerns me about Green Bay, even after one week, is I've seen this movie before as far as a team just physically kicking their ass. And that, that was a couple of years ago with, with uh, 49ers. So I'm not even worried about the offense. To be honest with you, I think you got to take consideration. They had they, the offensive line. Two rookies, uh, uh, Ari will be back at one point. He's one of the best tackles in the league. Um, I, I, I really don't, I, again, I gotta see Aaron Rodgers fall off before I believe it happens. Yeah, yeah. If he play, uh, Aaron Rodgers plays at his his normal level, they're fine. Right. If he doesn't. No, no, it's a no. They, they have right. They, they don't have like to your point. They don't have a Tampa Bay defense that could like, like could, could build. Nah. No, no, nah. they don't have that at all. Um, I my concern is the the, the physicality. I like I said, I uh, when a team physically mauls you, like I that that bothers me. The fact that the Saints. If Jameis Winston were able to run the ball for 141 yards, it would bother me more than the offensive performance. That bothers me. Because when you get, when we, and, you, and they knew they were going to try to run the ball. They knew they were trying to run the ball. That's the thing about it. Not like it was a surprise at all. So, you know, I, again, I, I think that they're going to, like you said, to your point, they're going to live and die with Aaron Rodgers. Like, that, that, that offense is going to be like, that defense is going to play off that offense. Big, big leads, you know, pass rush, things of that, you know, things of that nature. Yeah, the defense is going to play off that offense. You know, you're not, not counting on Green Bay's defense to be uh, this top five defense. Not at all. This, this is nothing new that I'm going to say, but uh, Hall of Fame, you know, superstar quarterback hides a multitude of sins, right? Oh, uh, and no, those no quarterbacks yes. know how to control a game the in pace. order yeah. to limit the amount of time that the defense is on the field, particularly limit the amount of time that they're on the field during during the crunch time moment, right? And so, um, and so, yeah. Will Aaron Rodgers have a bunch of yards and touchdowns and things like that? Of course, of course. All, all, all the great quarterbacks will do their damn thing um, offensively and put up numbers that, that are good. Like that, that goes without saying. But it is about their impact on the game and, their flow of the, and, and particularly the impact on the flow of the game and how they control that and particularly how they protect whatever the weak points are, whether it be the offensive line, their receivers, running back, Particularly the defense, we saw it forever with Tom Brady, you know, doing that 
that type of thing. We thought forever with Peyton Manning, all the great quarterbacks have 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 been able to manage the other side of the ball if that other side of the ball is the weak point of their team by um, extending drives, you know, fourth quarter, of course, we know, going on those long drives, converting the third downs um, that really matter to um, extend drives to limit the amount of time that the defense is, is on the field. And so um, that's what I'm thinking about when I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers and other great quarterbacks as well playing at that the top level that they need to play when there's such a glaring weakness on their team, um, they are expected to perform to a level to, to limit that exposure. And so um, you can't have three and out, sir. You can't. <laughs> you just can't. You can't. Even if you don't score every time, you have to give your defense time. And in that game, he get it was it was over Quickly. by second quarter. Yes, yeah, because they could not stay on the field. No, no. And no. so they got to yeah. go back to the drawing board. It's week one, as we all know, and especially nowadays, the first few games of the regular season is essentially the preseason. None of these guys have played together. No, for any amount of time, any meaningful action. So we get it. We all get it. They're gonna have to go back to the drawing board. Not going to overreact completely, as as you're stating, and you're absolutely wonderful saying correct. But um, but that defense is, I mean, as you said, Green Bay, especially in this run with their great quarterback, have not had to traditionally field a dominant defense in any stretch of the, by any stretch of the imagination, a physical defense by any stretch of the imagination, and particularly with Green Bay, their back end has always been horrendous. Has always been horrendous. Um, and so uh, that's what I found more glaringly. To your point, you had a great offensive line, and you had Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston has a lot of talent, but nobody will make mistake Jameis Winston for a Hall of Fame quarterback. No. There are, there are a multitude of quarterbacks that will – dice that defense up in ways that Winston couldn't even dream of doing. So um, if if they're not going to be able to stay sustain drives on a consistent basis, it, this season can, can get away from them. It, it has that potential. Yeah, I mean, especially with all the, uh, the backdrop of possibly Rodgers last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen. You talk. They were already talking about, uh, um, you know, pro football talk was already talking about uh, possible. Again, this was this was uh, this was just talk, talk. This was just you know crumbles. And, uh, this was just bumbles. But like, could Aaron Rodgers be traded uh, in season? <laughs> they were talking about that during the game. Yes, yes, you're right. yes. of game one. <laughs> During the game of game one. Yes. That's yeah. not a great look. That's, that's not a great look. Not a great look at all. That's not a great look at all. So, I mean, listen, it's, all right. we, we'll see. Like I said, I, I never overreact to week one. But, uh, you know, 
things could get tenuous very quickly. Uh, now, again, good, thing, good news for them this week is they got Detroit. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They're, ho- they're hosting Detroit. So that, that's always yeah. a, that's always good there. That's always good there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, if I just record against Detroit, it's something. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's it's insane. It's I mean, I mean, but basically, it's the whole division. It's, I mean, he's on, yeah, <laughs> like he's a, yeah, he's on that whole division. So especially especially at home. Um, yeah, I, I I listen. I'm I'm not a better, but uh, I would expect the spread to be covered. I take the point. <laughs> That's what I would say. I would, I, I would, I would, I would take the points in Green Bay. Uh, that, that's the smart the point. Uh, if I were, yeah, if I were, if I were better, I'm not. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that that spread will be covered by the back. Um. So we're going to, to your point. The Saints can be sneaky good, and that's crazy saying that about the Saints because you're right. But I think people. Put them to the side because Drew Brees are tired. And to your point, they are a complete football uh, team. They're complete, yeah. No, they got they're, talent they're all over. Everywhere. All, all, yeah, all over. All over. No, all over. They, I mean, you talk about Green Bay on the back end. They, they're no, they're, 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 the they're significant <laughs> on the back end. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They they're good on the back end. They're good on the back end. They like they they have players on the back end. Um, so it felt kind of different uh, this opening weekend, especially on Sunday. I mean, of course, we got we get past Thursday, we got two uh, you know Tom Brady, who's you know been around forever, uh, and Dak yeah. Prescott, who now is you know going to becoming a veteran. But there are a number of first and second year quarterbacks yeah. starting. Yeah. This, that started this year, um, seemingly more than ever. And we know, I mean, we know where this is coming from for teams. Owners have no patience. Um, quarterbacks are coming out of college uh, relatively ready, um, as far as somewhat ready, but ready as ready as, um, as, they, as they have been in the past. And again, bottom line is owners have no patience. Owners have no patience. So, what were your, some of your thoughts on some of the performances and overall your overall thoughts on these first year uh, young quarterbacks? Yeah, I, I was I was actually in, in preparation thinking about this. Um, I called my brother and we were just kind of like having a conversation about all these different things. And I think an overarching thing that came because he made a comment. He was like, he's like, I don't know why I was so into this week more than normal. And I thought about it and I was like, the slate is pretty clean right now in terms of like the the stars that we know about play a style of football that allows them to get hit. Um, and the ones who play more pocket style, the Joe Burrows, um, who else am I thinking about? Um, uh, even uh, Zach Wilson to run around a lot. Um, but even still, it's, it's, they're not at a point where they're going to get all the favorable Hall of Fame calls that we've seen and everything like that. Or so it just allows for the game to be just like a, a more clean and a, a little bit more physical than it's been in the past. Um, and so what, what I noticed was 
that the Trevor Lawrence thinking thinking about the game that he had. Um, what I noticed was that um, they just kind of let them play a little bit more than when you had the old guard that was in there. We had the Peyton Manning and the Drew Brees that just were just protected beyond protection. Um, uh, and and you you just got all these calls from all over the place. Um, and so I think what we're seeing is um, these young boys got to prove it before the league the league is ready to give them that halo that they give the superstar quarterback. And with that, also um, we're seeing the um, we're seeing some great adjustments from defenses at least early in the year, especially compared to last year when the offense when it was just like they just everybody went home and then it was like all right come back and play now. Um, and the offenses were having a field day through the first few weeks of last season, just a field day. Um, the defenses were like, nah, we get paid to, and we actually had some time to figure some things out. So nothing's going to be super easy for you um, for you this year. And so uh, I think my overall impression is um, these, these young boys are going to have to earn every single strike that they get. Every single strike, nothing is going to be given to them. And you saw it in the games that were played um, that, uh, um, you know, even though um, I didn't see too many just like, oh, he's having a complete mental meltdown. Sorry, Daniel Jones. I don't see a complete <laughs> meltdown mentally. Um, uh, then, uh, but what you saw was just really good, solid defense being allowed to be played against these young quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I think, uh, we're we're at a very interesting place with the quarterback position. I think that there was a time where you it would take two to three to four, two to three to four or five years where you. Uh, we'll kind of give the quarterback time to develop and you kind, of kind of figure out, oh, can this guy, is he really that good? I really, I want to say, and this might be jumping a gun, I feel like I feel like I can gauge a guy depending on the situation. Let's just say the situation is not just the worst situation in the world. But if the situation is somewhat decent to competent, I don't feel like it takes as long to gauge where these guys could play or not. Like I, 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 I think feel that I, way. I, I agree. You can see that guys can play, and so then coaching comes into a big thing. Like watching that Jacksonville game, and watch. I'm just like, oh, Trevor Lawrence is gonna have a long year. Right. There's not a lot of talent around him, and they're just gonna put him out there and just say, bro, and it's gonna be a long year. There's not a lot of because <laughs> there's just not a lot going on there. And so, um, you know, like, even though it's fairly obvious he can play the game of football, it's going to be, it's going to be a long year. Now, conversely, we talk about Kyle Murray, right? I love how we're, Arizona we're, is building that team around him. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to, yeah, I, I want, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I know, we're, but, but we're talking that just in the, ter- in terms of just like, like, um, we have a young quarterback. What we're going to do is we're going to put veteran wide receivers around him. 
so that he doesn't have to take on not only like owning the quarterback position, controlling the game, like learning the playbook, all the plays, getting everybody right in the right position, but also have to coach up the receivers, make sure they're doing the right things, make sure the offensive line doing the right things, everything like that. That can break a young quarterback. Uh, and I think we saw that with, um, you know, what's his name that was with the Jets, but now is on Carolina. I'm blanking on his uh, name. Darnold. Darnold. Um, Darnold. Yeah, yeah, Sam Darnold. Um, you know, like where where it's just like, like if you don't give your quarterback any support, <laughs> uh, any support uh, at all, uh, no matter how talented they are, they're gonna go. They're gonna go down. They're gonna go down with the with the ship until they can get into a better situation. And so, I mean, I think that's what a lot of people just kept saying. It's just like, man, Sam Darnold looks like he can play, but boy, this team is bad. <laughs> the coaching is so bad that it becomes impossible to evaluate him because the circumstance around him is is so bad. And so I I say I say that to say yes. We will be able to determine if a quarterback can – you can see if a quarterback can play in the league, absolutely. But what makes it difficult to judge how effective that quarterback can be is the system that is around him and the coaching that is around him. No, there's no question about it. Uh, I want to get to – I want to talk about Kyler Murray. Um, I yeah. Kyler. Kyler. Kyler Murray. Murray. Yeah. Um, they have – if I look at that team, I think Murray is uh, – has a chance to be a Pro Bowl franchise caliber quarterback without question. Oh, Mur- Murray is a problem. They have the problem. best – they have the best receiver in football, and they have a pass rusher in Chandler Jones who, who has played – who I think will end up – might end up playing his way into the Hall of Fame. I think the back of of his career has been that good these last three or four years. He's going to have a monster season. I know that sounds like, oh, after the five-sack game, like, of course you can say that. But I I read about it, and then I saw highlights of it, and then I watched the entire game. I was like, oh, it's not because he's as talented as he is because he's great talent. But the talent around him on that line is better. Allows yeah. him to yeah. just be dominant. He's going to have himself a season. Yeah, because the people around him have, that means the other offensive linemen are going to have their hands full, and they can't just slide and shift everything towards towards um, Chandler Jones. They'll do it some games. Some offensive lines will be able to, to handle it like that. But boy, he's going to have himself a season. You can see it coming. And but, he's hungry. He's angry about his kind. Yeah, he's gonna have himself a season. But you look at Kyler Murray. I mean, even last year, that's you look at a guy. The team wasn't that good. Yeah. You look at that guy and says that guy yeah. has it. Whatever the it factor is, he yeah. has it. He has it. Yeah, he's special. Like, like I don't need he's four special. or five. I don't need three or four years to figure that out. He's just watching him. But he has. He, nope. he has it. He has it. No, it's it's like yeah, he has it, and um, he's look, special, so, and they put the right pieces around. Him. They yes, put the right yeah. pieces yeah. around him. Yeah, no, no, no two ways. Uh, no two ways about it. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna save the uh, Justin Fields because we're we'll gonna talk about the uh, Chicago game later. Because I'll save some of that. Yeah. I have some interesting comments about that, and even even with Nagy's not a good. 
head coach. Nagy's not a good head coach. Well, I mean, yeah, we we know. We don't say that, that right now. Yeah, no, that goes without saying. But that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that is. But that to the point. I mean, he's not a good head coach. So, so he, yeah, he's gonna. He's that. That situation's bad. It's not. The situation's it's bad. not. It's not a potential for yeah. growth. Yeah, no. But with that, with this coach, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I bought that game. I was just like, Nagy, what are you doing? I don't even understand what you're doing. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't understand yeah. when when you're putting what, why, well, and why but, is Andy Dalton running? What is happening? What is happening? Yeah, what, what are yeah. you doing? We're about to get to that now. So we can we can go past the Kansas City Kansas, Cleveland game. We, we, we kind of flushed that out. Let's go, let's go to the Rams-Chicago uh, game. Um, from, you know, some big throws by Matthew Stafford. Uh, the Ram defense is what it is. There's no surprise yeah. that defense yeah, is still a top defense, if not the best defense in the league. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it is. So that that's no surprise there. I guess. I mean, I I, I guess it's, here's the thing in terms of how you manage uh, a quarterback situation. We've seen a number of these situations mismanaged. Uh, we didn't like, certainly didn't love how the Miami coach handled. Tua and Ryan Fitzpatrick last year. In that situation, nope. uh, that was a disaster. So, my thing is, if you if if we feel like Fields is clearly better, and we're willing to play him, we're willing to play him like uh, three or four plays, a couple of running plays, a pass play. Why is he not starting? I, I don't. I'm. I'm I just. I'm. I'm a little confused. It's like what? What? And what's even more confused is I didn't understand when and why you were bringing him in. I didn't understand what Dalton was doing wrong to be pulled. I didn't understand what offensive concept you were trying to get across when you brought Fields in, and then. When you made the change, I didn't understand why you were making a change. I didn't understand anything that was going on offensively for the Chicago Bears at all. No. no. And I definitely don't understand who you have in skill positions and what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Like, I'll, say, like, like I'll take another game. Um, the Patriots-Dolphins game, right? right? Like, at the very least, I could understand what they were trying to do with Mac Jones. In that game, I could understand right. it. Yes, and he played well. Um, now, yeah. level of effectiveness, you know, is is what it is. How much I, how talented I believe Mac Jones is, is whatever. But the point being is, I could understand what it was they were trying to accomplish. I had no clue what the Bears were trying to accomplish in that game. None, zero, zero. Who benefited from what happened in that game offensively? Like who benefited? Nobody. You know what Dalton is. You know what yes. he is. Yes. You did nothing to play to his strength, so what are you doing? And then when you bring Fields in, like, like what? Like, this, I mean, this, it's, it, it's going the other way, but you saw how Baltimore adjusted when they brought Jackson in. It looked and felt different from what they were doing with um, uh, Flacco, right? Exactly, yes. With 
it I did there was no difference in what they were doing when they brought Fields in. It was just like, up, oh, we're tired of Dalton. Fields, you go in. It feels like a completely different player from Dalton. A completely different player from him. And so if you're not going to build the offense around Fields and what he does best, what are you doing, Nagy? And that is why I'm looking at Nagy going, I'm not sure it was Trubisky. <laughs> not only am I not sure, I know it wasn't Trubisky. You're just a really bad head coach. Yeah, I mean, I'm... And I'm not exactly clear how you got this job and kept this job, to be honest with you. If I'm keeping it all the way real. No, I mean, no, I agree with everything you just said. Now, here, here's the thing that, that, that doesn't make sense. So, Dalton, I mean, Fields came in for two pass plays, and he had uh, one carry for three yards. This, this clearly is your future quarterback. And and by the way, we know that he's probably going to be the starting quarterback before the, lead, before the leaves hit the ground, okay? We, we understand this. Why would you risk him getting, getting hurt on a uh, running play, trying to run some gimmick, gimmick-ass, you know, hat, like not halfback option or pass? Like, what, what is – I don't get it. I, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing with San Francisco and Detroit with uh, Trey Lance uh, and uh, Garofalo, which makes even less sense, to be honest with you, than this one. Um but it just doesn't make sense to me. And like I don't, I don't understand if why would you risk a guy playing? Why would you risk your future of your franchise with some gimmick bullshit? That's my thing. You either commit or you don't commit. That's it. And if you're going to commit, then that offense needs to look completely different. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's really like. It, you got to tailor the offense around the guy who's on the center. Period. The offense you run from Andy Dawson cannot be the same offense you run for Justin Fields. It just cannot be. No. It cannot be. It you cannot do, be. I mean, it just I mean, can't you be. You need to do two things. We're not talking about Andy Dawson eight years ago. No. We're talking about Andy Dawson now. You damn sure can't run the same offense you're running with Andy Dawson now for Justin Fields. No. No, you're you're not you're not setting up for success in any shape, form, or fashion. Like I, I mean, let's go back to going back to the New England game, New England Miami game, because I watched a lot of that game. They, I mean, of course they're still figuring out who Matt Jones is, but they're going they're going to say, hey, we're going to play to our defense, we're going to run the football, going to use our tight ends, and and go from there. That's I mean, that's pretty much it. Like that, like that. Quick passes. Quick passes, yes. Determine tar determined targets, so he doesn't have to decipher a lot of different things. Right at the at the line of scrimmage, um, we're not going to have it. This is not a situation where we're going to add Matt Jones to run the football in any shape or form or anything like that. We're going to be really careful with the ball. We're going to try to play smart offensive football. Um, you 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 can see the concept of what they're trying to do with Matt Jones. I have no clue what Chicago was trying to do. I honestly don't. And I've been watching football for years. I have no clue what they were doing. Zero. Zero clue. And your point to 49ers is so well taken. I have no clue what the 49ers are doing. I don't think they know what they're doing. But here's the thing about the 49ers. The 49ers, the 49ers actually have a legit starting quarterback who, and again, I, I, like, him, I like him better than more than you, per se. 
But he, I'm he, fine, Garoppolo. I have no, I have no problem with Garoppolo. I think the 49ers have a very, yeah, I think they have a very warped sense of how good they are. And honestly, uh, explain that. Explain. Go add to that. Add more. Add the, so, so after that, after so after the Super Bowl loss, the narrative seemed to be that they were a level, a, a, a different level quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl, right? So right. that seemed to be the beginning of the less ish on Garoppolo train. Right. But um, with that being said, then the next level, hey, who, who is going to be that next level quarterback? You're talking about a veteran. If, if you're going to go another level, you're talking about a veteran who can come in and who can dominate the offense. Honestly, you're talking about Tom Brady. That's who you're or Aaron Rodgers. Or Aaron Rodgers. Or Aaron Rodgers. And if, or yeah. and if you're not going to get that level of quarterback, then you're going below that. There's no rookie on this planet that's going to step in and be ready to take a team to the Super Bowl. No. It just aren't. No. It just aren't. And so then if you're going that direction, to your point, right now, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They're trying to have the better stability with what they think is the – uh, the talent of a rookie that is, it doesn't make any sense. Like I'm trying to make something that doesn't no, make any sense. It's, it's trying to make sense, which is why I'm like, yeah. they're confused. They're yeah. just very confused about who they are. Um, that they let a lot of that defensive talent go, which is what they should have been holding on to for their life, because yes. that's what made that team so special that year. Um, but. I, I, that's what I mean by they have a warped sense of, of what what they are. I think San Francisco is a really good football team, potentially. Now they're not because they keep losing people left and right, which they always do. Right. Um, and so, and so um, you know, I, I think they'll end up exactly where, around where they ended up last year, if, if I'm being honest. You know, um, game one notwithstanding, think about their entire body of work since, since their Super Bowl since their Super Bowl victory. But the strength that team was defense. Yes. And they running game. Um, and they were at they were Shanahan at the, they, being a fantastic play caller, play caller yes. with a veteran quarterback who could understand the concepts that he was doing. Um and that was Garoppolo. Yes. That's Garoppolo. And so what needed to happen was you commit to him and commit to figuring out specifically all the things that 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 you needed to that that you needed to do to make to continue to make him successful, investing in the running game, investing in honestly, just I don't know what's going on with the training staff. I don't know if it's fluke injuries or whatever. Keeping them boys healthy, honestly, honestly, what 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 they had. But now they're in this weird situation that they created. They created this entire situation of um, we have this vet quarterback that understands the offensive concept. But we as an organization have told him, we don't trust you. And yes. so now you have him and you devalue your defensive talent, defense, your defense by letting some very key defensive oh, members oh, go. Goodness, and so you're not as good defensively. You've, you have uh, messed up your quarterback's head. And the, th- the person that you have in the wings is a rookie who you're not starting from rip. So he's not even getting the reps 
necessary to get better. It makes no sense. It really does. No. Uh, again, it's, it's how... And so it's, tell me how that's the Super Bowl winning formula. Please no, tell me. It's not. Please tell me. It's not. It's <laughs> not. Um, I, maybe I'm confused. Maybe I'm no, it, it's, it's not. They, maybe they, I don't uh, Listen, two years ago, they were right there in terms of what Kansas City is. They could have easily won that game. They were terrifying defensively. They were yes. terrifying. They, just, they destroyed Green Bay in the championship game. They had, we were just talking about the Saints about being the point of attack. San Francisco was number one in the league at point of attack defensive offensive lines, period. Their offensive defensive lines combination was as good as anybody in the league two years ago, period. So I don't know, like to your point, I don't know why you don't keep why you don't keep, you keep building on that. That draft pick you drafted, Trey Lancewick, could have been a defensive player, an excellent defensive player to, to continue that, you know, to kind of fill in the gaps of the pieces, the pieces you lost. I know you can't pay everybody. That secondary is a sin. I mean, that secondary, yeah. that, that secondary right now is a joke. Yeah. Period. <laughs> like that, that in that in that division with Russell Wilson and uh Kyler Murray and now Stafford, I was gonna say they're not and, and, I mean they're just they're not better than Arizona, um the Rams, Rams, Seattle. No. They're just they're not. No. They're just no. not. So it you know like I said it, I mean, you got a lot again. A lot of these organizations just outthink themselves. Um, I, I just, you know, I, again, I don't get this. I, I don't get how they showered so much on on Jimmy G. I, I just don't. I don't understand. Don't understand that. Jimmy G, Jimmy G's biggest problem has been staying healthy. That's been his biggest issue. When he's played, he's this team has won. His, his record is great when he, when he's on the field. <laughs> it's not like he, he's winning games. It's keeping him on the field. That's been the issue. <laughs> like I don't know if it's freaking whatever, but man, they need to. They get a lot. No, they they they. The training they, staff needs to be the NBA. Well, however, the best they trade, they need to just keep them boys healthy. Yeah, they always lose a rash of players. Always, and always. key players at that. They, they're not just any key players. So we go to um. And I was very fascinated with this game. I watched this game closely because I wanted to see what Lamar Jackson looks like uh, in year, is now year four. Uh, so Baltimore loses, Baltimore loses uh, a heartbreaking game in overtime. Um, David Carr, uh, he's not David, that was his brother. Derek Carr throws the ball all over the field. Uh, we know Marcus Peters is out for it with the ACL. So they're, they're back. Uh, the back of that defense is is not what it once was. Without question, um, they have some issues that that I'm confident that Baltimore and their coaching can fix. But the big thing to me out of that game, and you know, we talked about good performances in uh, losses. I was impressed with Lamar Jackson from the pocket. And I really like I was looking for it, like I was looking for him making plays out of the pocket, him, you know, read the defense, things of that nature, him looking to pass first and not run. I thought he did an ex- I thought he did an excellent job of that. And I thought that the two fumbles and the 12 carries, those were to me were coaching mistakes. I don't think you can run him that many times. I, I don't think he should be running 10 to 12 times, period. I think I think he's actually up to his level in terms of throwing the football. Uh what were your thoughts? 
It is clear that they've turned the offense over to him. It's clear that they trust him in the passing game. All of that is clear, and I'm fine with all of that. Um, I, I, running, I agree with you. I think he's very loose with that football, and he takes away too many running back hits. That yes. needs to stop. Yes. No, no I question. think the biggest, when I, look at, when I look at Baltimore, I think the biggest thing is um, they didn't upgrade the offensive talent around him. I think there's a ceiling to how good that office can be, particularly if it's not just Lamar, go out and be Lamar and be special all the time. I think that will get you to the playoffs with, with how talented he is, 10 and 6, 11 and 5. But that's the plateau. That's the plateau. Like, I'll say it. I'll say it very clearly. And you know me. I'm a Bills fan. And last year, I was so pessimistic about our chances against Baltimore because Baltimore ran the football and we were hard, but stopping the run. I was so pessimistic all the way. I thought Baltimore was the second best team in the league. I actually thought they had the best chance to beat Kansas City. Right. Um, after that game, I could very clearly say we were better than Baltimore. We are better than Baltimore. Yes. Buffalo's better watch, than yes. Baltimore. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, uh, and at that time, third best team in the league, fourth best, maybe behind Cleveland. Now, uh, at last year, um, and they haven't gotten better, haven't improved at all. And so, what you need again is Lamar to play out of his mind. If Lamar is going to play out of his mind, he's going to have to be special out of the pocket a lot of the time. And what I saw is somebody who's super confident in his ability to move around, um, but. Uh, is willing to also take a really big hit, and we know where that leads with quarterbacks. Doesn't matter how special you are at that position. Uh, there's only a certain amount of hits you can take, um, and he's super loose with the football. I 100% agree with you. He's clearly more confident as a passer, clearly understands that offense and everything that can run it. All that is very clear. I'm not knocking that at all. I do not love the offensive talent around him. I don't love it at all. And I especially now that half his backfield is gone. Yeah, no. I, Not I, even I, half. A third of his backfield is gone. Um, so they don't even have the consistency of that running game to be. And all the names that they signed were great six years ago. Yes. But not today. No. <laughs> not today. They, they and have so what they're left with is Williams, who I couldn't even find in the fantasy. I couldn't even figure it out who he was um, enough to get him. Um, and then the tight ends. Which are fine, which are fine, uh, but I've only seen one tight end led offense actually do something, and that was left by the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, and uh, and the receivers don't—they don't scare me. I'm sorry, they don't. They don't. They're quick. They're fast, but nah, no. nah. They're not elite in at any stretch of imagination. And so, yeah, the bar special, but you did nothing to upgrade the skill positions to justify him. Throwing as much as he's going to have to throw. And then you got leveled at the running back position. So, um, Lamar's Lamar. He's going, to, he's, going to have to, he's going to have to do special things in order for this team to elevate. But I look at the top teams in the AFC, and I can't, I can't see Baltimore getting past them. I can't. I can't. Two years ago, they had the best record. Um... I think in the league, and they were number one seed in the yeah. AFC. They lost to Tennessee. Yeah. That, not the wild card game, the divisional game. That talent level has decreased 
uh, every year since. Yeah, they're not even as talented. Yeah. They, they didn't, and they didn't have enough pieces then offensively. But yeah. it's gotten, and defensively, they're nowhere near what they were. Period. So no, no, now, not even close. Now your the defense is not as good, and your your running, like you said, the running back, the running situation is, is just you know a freak show. Outside of him, he had eighty six yards rushing. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a, that's a, that's a lot on a guy. We know how uber talented he is. But that, that's too. Matter of fact, I, it's more than a lot. It's absolutely too much. It's too much. And it, you know. And we said it, and it's it's at. We said at the time this absolutely accurate. Defenses were going to study what they did. They were going to study what they did, and they were going to have counters for it. And um, I watched that Raiders. I watched that game closely as well. And I watched that team kind of figure it out throughout that game, right? Like, it looked a certain way through the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. First quarter, it looked like, oh, Baltimore's going to steamroll. Then second quarter, slow down a little bit. Then we get to the third quarter. It's pretty much a stalemate in the third quarter. We get to the fourth quarter. I'm like, wait, the Raiders' defense is flying around quicker. They're getting better as this game is going on. And then that's when they started to get really aggressive with Lamar and then got those two fumbles at the end. Um, and so, and so, uh, and so I say that to say, um, the offense isn't special enough now, meaning they're not hitting with such new concepts that defenses can't figure them out in like they couldn't figure them out in years prior, especially when they first unveiled that offense. Well, here's the thing, Lamar hit that next gear of, pa- of passing and running. That thing was special. That thing was special. That's no, no, hard to stop. No, they, had no. the, they had linebackers just confused, not knowing what no, to do. No, no question. Even, I mean, Ingram, not, even Pittsburgh, seven, even Pittsburgh, yeah, even Pittsburgh, who, who had the top defense, couldn't do nothing with it. But here's the thing about it. No. They, here's the thing. They are, more, they are more athletic quarterbacks now than they ever have been. As far as running, as yeah. far as running, yeah. and the RPO, okay, maybe not athletic yeah. as like Lamar, who's all time great, but there are enough of those guys who are elusive, Mahomes and yeah. Kyler Murray, all those guys. Yeah. These defenses are seeing those guys more and more, so you're going to get yeah. used to playing against that type of that type of uh, style of offense or that type of style of quarterback. Yeah, so to your point, you got to have honestly, else. like on the Sunday night game. Go sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say on the Sunday night game, Collinsworth kind of called it out. And I was thinking about this as I was watching the Browns and the Chiefs play because I noticed the exact same thing. I was like, the Chiefs defense is getting stronger against the run as the game was going on. I was like, that's not, supposed, that's not what usually happens. Usually a running game wears down the defense. And Collinsworth called it out on Monday Night Football. That's when I realized, like, oh, these are the kind of changing their concepts because he was like, the um, Rams defense was essentially daring the Bears to run, right. and they was they were like that way. Am I saying the right game? No, you talking about my game. game the Sunday night game was the Rams Bears game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like like he was saying the Bears Bears run. Not the same offensive talent level on the Bears, but my my point is that teams have, to your point, gotten the defensive have adjusted and being like, you know what? Teams aren't even trying to run. I'll speak for my team to build. Five wide receivers all over the place. 
Josh Allen running not four times. We might run 15 times in the game, but really just want to pass it all over the place. Teams are going like, okay, y'all not even trying to run. So why are we playing game plans where we're trying to stop the run? That's archaic to what the game is now. And teams are adjusting to that to the point where they're, they have athletic people all over the field. It might not be eight defensive backs. Uh, it might not be dying the whole time, but essentially the linebackers and the safeties are running free all over the place and are only playing pass because teams, they know because of the way that the game has shifted that teams are not even attempting the amount of runs. They're not even pretending that they're going to run the ball anymore. So, um, so we're seeing a lot of adjustments in that way. And then, again, I was talking to my brother, and what he pointed out is so accurate. Instead of going, the defense has shifted as the rules and the game has, has, has gone. Instead of going for the big blow-up hit, these guys are going for the ball. They're punching the ball out. And you saw that over and over again. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about out it. Of, out of the league. They're punching segment. the ball out. That's what they're doing. Yeah. There's no value in trying to get like a huge hit on anybody anymore. Get that football out their hands. So and so that's some of the adjustments that you're seeing, and that's an exact that's a reaction for all these quarterbacks just running around outside the pocket, flinging it all around the field. So we're gonna shift to our teams. Um, so do we have to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Listen, we got you. Like. Um, yeah. So Pittsburgh, Buffalo, uh, you guys jump out ten nothing. Yeah. Pittsburgh's yeah. offense looks like it did at the end of last year, maybe even worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, oh, and then you get you know some big plays on the Pittsburgh by Pittsburgh defense, the block punt, yeah. the touchdown, biggest yeah. play in the game, and that was basically that basically is all she wrote. First of all, again, Pittsburgh defense we know is still very good. They're still, they're still yeah, they're a, a very, very good. They're very good. They're very, very good. And we were very stupid. Um, <laughs> so, what, very yeah, good. so very what were your good. thoughts on just like the your your you guys play calling? Yeah. 51, 51 I got all the thoughts. I got them all. Yeah, I got what, all the thoughts. Just and what, I haven't I haven't really spoken about this at all. So. I'm about to unload. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's on you. Go ahead. We needed to be humbled. And they're yeah. like the only like there there are only two good points I could take away from this game from the Bills side. And um no no three three points and two of them are hard. Um two of them are horrible points, horrible for us, but but could potentially be good. Meaning um there's a lot of Dable talk and he needed to be humble. His play calling was atrocious. Um, the second one was there's just a, a general feeling that the offense couldn't be stopped and that all like all we had to do was just do, do pitch and catch the entire time and um that just needed to be humbled. It needed to be humbled. Um and then the third one, which is actually fairly good, is I was hoping for an improvement for our defense. I like balanced teams, I do. I do. I like balanced teams. Um, and so I, I was hoping to see improvement from my defensive, and they were ready to slug it out with Pittsburgh. So that was encouraging to see on the defensive side of the ball. Outside those three points, god-awful. God-awful game plan. God-awful execution. Um, for what you want to see 
even though this is essentially a preseason game. The first game, what I want to see from my team is a team that looks prepared because you've had the most time. You'll have the most time you ever have to prepare for an opponent, right? right. That first game. Um, and so uh, for for the Bills to look so poor and unprepared to play a pit, they're the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is not a team you can play around with. Um, would I rather play a different team game one? Absolutely, because that has significant playoff implications if we are the team we think we are. Um, that has significant playoff implications. You can't, you can't blow that game. You can't, just, you can't, you can't blow that game. You just can't blow that game. Um, and so, uh, and so, uh, to watch the defense play a fantastic game and then the side of the ball that you're supposed to be the most well executed to come out and play so poorly is very, very disheartening. And then on top of that, um, what was that? Put that, put that, that fourth down play, the pitch back to Matt Breida, whatever it was, I think I've erased it from my mind because it was <laughs> so stupid and the worst. <laughs> and so, and so it's just like, that's what I mean by like being humble. What I saw, let me succinct my thought. What I saw was a team that was overly confident in his offense that was feeling the hype of itself and did not execute to the level of the competition that they were playing. T.J. Watt lived in our backfield. Yep. The reason why he lived in our backfield is because we refused to help. We thought we could go shotgun, five wide receivers, basic protection, and that would stop the Steelers, and that's asinine thinking. At the very least, after the first few series, the first two quarters, and T.J. Watt is all over the place, and the rest of that defense is flying around everywhere, um, you need to re renegotiate that game. And uh, a, a commentator for, for the Bills that I listened to made a really great point. It's like, for the first time in a long time, I watched the game where I was like, I didn't understand what the coaches, I didn't understand the concept of the game. It's one thing when you get into a defensive struggle to go, you know what? Now we got to play the field position game. This is going to be, I think about the Super Bowl between the Pats and the Rams, right? Like nobody could do anything for whatever reason. But then it was like, all right, that's the type of game we're going to play. The one score is going to win this game. So every possession is even more valuable than it would be in a 31-28 game. Um, and so once it became obvious that, uh-oh, neither one of these defenses are backing down and we're not going to be able to do the concept, now we got to protect field position. So why the hell are you going for it on fourth down, fourth at the other point? Fourth? Like, what are you doing? Like, the game had already turned into that type of game and then all of a sudden, now you want to go for it on fourth down in your own territory and give them a shortened field. That doesn't make sense to the type of game that was being played. And so, um, uh, it was it was a very tough day at the office, coaching wise, having the team prepared to play the game, um, go to to the, having a team adjust to the style of the game that was being played, which has always been one of my big critiques of that entire coaching staff, even through all of last year, is we struggle with in-game adjustments. 
We do. We struggle with in-game adjustments. I just thought it, because the defense was poor last year and the offense was so good, I thought it was more regulated to the offensive side. In this, in this game, I saw game flow be very poorly mismanaged, and that was disheartening to see. In terms of like the off, like Josh Allen, the offense, and everything like that, there will be there will be better games ahead. I'm not stressed about that as much as I am stressed about the way in which we looked prepared for the game or looked unprepared for the game, and the way that the game flow went, and how we did not adjust to how that game flow went, and um and wasted a very, very good performance by a defense. Yeah, I thought your defense played well. Um, you talked about, you talked about um, your um, talk about, you, know, you talked about your team on the flip side with Pittsburgh. I, I thought it was the same Pittsburgh offense that we saw the last 10 weeks. That offense is, is like, just not good. I mean, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they're going to have a hard time moving the ball against anybody this year, as far as I'm concerned. They're gonna have to live with. They're gonna have to have those all those all-time great defensive performances to be in games. But I didn't see anything from Roethlisberger or from the offense that would tell me that hey, this team could surprise some people and and make a, a run to the playoffs. They, I mean, them, it's they, the same thing we said about Baltimore. Yeah. Their skill level has just decreased. It's, it's, it's no, it's it's not it's there. Just no, it's not decreased. there. It's just they, decreased. They cannot run the ball. They can't now 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 and now. Their their offensive line is not even good. To be honest with you, it's average at best. That I mean, for the past four or five years, they had one of the better offensive lines for the past three or four years. Excuse me, where you know Roethlisberger would barely get touched, but now that's gone. Even the year he was hurt, the offensive line was was held up. They just didn't have a quarterback that that a couple of years ago uh, when they were you know going through what like just a bunch of guys who probably belonged in team belong in NFL quarterback, but um. No, that 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 talent level um, is just not there with Pittsburgh, especially offensively. I mean, defensively, they are a monster. T.J. Watt, Fitzpatrick, they, yeah, they, they are. have some. They they they, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, they are. They're a problem defensively. They're gonna yeah, defensive. they, are. they are. Period. Yeah, they are. They are. They're yeah, a problem they defensively. They have a great field goal kicker. Yeah, so defense special teams, they're fine. But uh, that offense is ooh, and it's it's like in in, in a conference with Patrick Mahomes. That is a no. That's a no no. You can't have, can't have a suspect offense. You just can't. You gotta be other. You gotta. Be, I'm, go ahead. Here's the problem with Pittsburgh's offense right now is that when your all pro Hall of Fame quarterback loses their fastball, but they got Drew. What, got, it's a Drew Brees problem. You, it's a Drew Brees situation. What you hope is that their mind can win you X amount of games, right? Right. But the thing, and this is. Yeah, this is shade on Ross. I was about to say no shade on Roethlisberger, but no, this is well, shade, shade on Roethlisberger. No, he can shade. His him. mind has never been the no, best. Part of this game. No, no, it just hasn't been. No, it just hasn't been. It's been no. his greatness, his toughness, his arm strength, ability to make unscheduled plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those different play, things. Keep, keep playing a lot. Great. Yeah. You know all that stuff. All that stuff. Yeah, two super. He's the whole thing. You know, we we don't we don't have to we don't have to sing his praises because he, he, that will happen when he gets his gold jacket. Um, uh, but he's lost his fastball, obvious to everybody in the world. Um, and so 
what you would hope is that the mental side of the game could carry him through some of these things. And you, like we said, you just, he just, that's not his strength. And so without that, again, it's the exact same thing we say with Baltimore, the skill, then the skill position need to be elevated. And they didn't, they didn't elevate the skill. They're still moving in the same Steelers game plan, which is homegrown, blah, blah, everything like that, which is great. When you have an all pro quarterback playing at all pro, all pro level. Not so great when you don't have that quarterback playing at that level to have a decreased skill set. We're well, talking about a team that couldn't get it done with Bafflesberger humming, Antonio Brown humming, and Le- um, Le'Veon Bell humming Yes, at the exact same time. Right. And they still couldn't get it done. No. So who the hell? Who, who are we talking about now? No. Broke yeah. down Ben Roethlisberger. Who are the receivers? Yeah. Juju Smith. And, Juju uh, Smith, Schuster, yeah. and the other guy. Yeah, Sometimes and, they yeah, can nah. figure it. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Who's that running back? I dare you to figure out his name. Yeah. No, I mean. They exactly. 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 Is team going to win a Super Bowl? No. Nah. But like you said, that defense is a problem. No, man. the defense will keep them in most of the game. It's a problem. The the and Tomlin, you know, Tomlin is still a, is a top coach. Um, yeah. So, you know, the team. Yeah. So, like, again, 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Or 10 and 7. Because you know, seven, 17 games now. Got oh, yeah, right. 17 that's games. That's such a weird. But just one get that's so weird. It's so weird. I don't it get weird. it. It's I don't very weird. I, I really don't. It's I really don't. I mean, we know what it does financially. I just don't. I just don't. Yeah, it's, weird. it's a weird. Games. No, it's a weird what number. No, it, it's definitely a weird ah. number. No, I mean, they, are listen, they give it extra. Are they give is that does that allow the bye weeks to flow better? I wonder. I'm just so I'm so confused about this. Uh, it, I, don't, I really, I, I, I think it, I don't know what. But to your point, yeah, whatever, whatever the math works, I have to, I have to get used to that before I can say those numbers um, with any regularity. Uh, but but yeah yeah good enough to make the playoffs absolutely good enough to make the playoffs but again you're the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah that's not that's not the standard that's good enough to make the playoffs no it's not the standard no no and especially when your mortal enemy is non-existent anymore yeah no nah, yeah this is a this is a this is a bad time not to be great not to be not to be as good as you need to be. No, I mean, listen. They got they have the same problem the Saints have, but the difference is the Saints have drafted and developed talent better in the last three or four years. Period. Yeah, because they were able to hot. They were able as, as bad as Breeze was as far as not being able to throw the ball down the field. He still was accurate, and they still had a great opposite defensive line. Yeah, probably, should, probably, probably some bad luck here and bad luck there. Probably should have won a Super Bowl the last three years. Probably should have won. They at least they said at least once one Super Bowl over the last three years. Those teams, those teams were top teams in terms of the Saints. Those last three, the last three seasons. Yeah, but, they, uh, they, they got they got a little bit that. I, like that. No, no, it's, 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 it's that completely their fault. No, it's, yeah, I mean, that was yeah. bad. Yeah, nobody, that was they, bad. nobody to blame but themselves. Yeah. Peyton has to take a heat. Yeah, they got to live with that. They got to live with that. that. No, bad. they wasted. That's they bad. wasted golden three golden opportunities. Yeah, they were stacked. They were stacked. They were ready. They were locked and ready to go. But also, that's what's making this. I think that's what's like. Like, I the reason. I mean, like, I, I, I you know, I, 
I texted you and said, anytime you're ready to talk about football, I'm ready because I can already tell I'll be locked into this season. And I think that's what's making this season so fascinating to me is the GOATs are gone. I mean, we have one, of course, but everybody else is either decreased or, you know, Aaron Rodgers is whatever he's doing. Um, But everybody else is either gone or at a lower level. And so it, it just has a feeling of, all right, like this is like, let me see what's going. Let me plug in, see who's going to rise and who's going to. We know what Kansas City is. We absolutely know what they are. But, but in terms of everybody else, it's just like, who, who's going to do the thing? And we have such different player movement, different people in different places. It's just making this at such, it's setting up to be just such a fascinating season for me. No question about it. A refreshing uh, season. As far as my team goes, and you got fans back in the stadium. Um, uh, now, it doesn't help. Now, speaking of the Saints, we, of course, uh, COVID is still around. We had eight positive tests uh, for the Saints organization. So that that is still – and they all were vaccinated, by the way, as a franchise, the 100% vaccination. So, yeah. you know, that is still the black cloud that lingers. Still a thing. Still a thing. It's still a thing. Still is. Um, as far as the uh, Washington football team, which still doesn't have a, a nickname, and boy, they they might want to need to stay the, the football team because some of the I've seen some of the nicknames that oh yeah, boy, pause, hold on, horrible. you made me go through oh, that, my stress of talking yo, about my team. Yeah, you need to talk about them. Go. So yeah, you get to talk about them now. I first of all, I I thought that they were going to lose the game because simply. San Diego, not San Diego, Los Angeles has a franchise quarterback, and we don't have a quarterback. Uh, you, you've known the Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah. You've been on that ride before. Boy, have I. been on the ride before. So, you know how that turned. And that was what? That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. 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 He so, did. I don't want the Ryan Fitzpatrick now experience. That just no. sounds... No, no, uh, no. So hey, I, I'll I tell you this. It dead. Let, now, let you no, no, thank you. When no, he, when he, when he got in, listen, when he got injured, I've never, again, I wasn't rooting for anybody getting injured, but I, if you would have saw my face or you would have saw my reaction when he went down, it was like, it was kind of like a sociopath. I didn't, I had no reaction. It wasn't like, I didn't say nothing. I was like, basically said, you know, let's, let's keep the game moving. I was like, oh, okay. Where's he- Where's Heineke? He played well in the playoffs. Um, let's go. Let's keep the game moving. And Heineke actually, you know, led the offense to some points. Um, I never. When you cut out Ryan Fitzpatrick as your starting quarterback, you're not even treading water. No, no. Like, I, what it, are you it's doing? It's like what? Like, no. Like, what is? I like. No. What, I like. Man, I like. No. Just, just go sign. I like just sign Cam Newton. I like, come. I like. I, yeah. Uh, like what are we doing here? Like what what are we doing? Yeah, that so, not, that no, no. My expectations coming to the season were not high. And I like we don't have a quarterback. I don't care about the defense. The defense is very good. I get it. And by the, the way, defense they, is they, good. And you know it's very good. But by the way, they didn't play well Sunday because they couldn't get off the field. You can't give up fourteen and nineteen on third down. That's there not going. It's yeah. not going. It's not. It's not going. It's not going to get done. Uh, That's what happens when you don't have a quarterback. But you know how you're like, yes, it's pretty hard. (laughs) (laughs) So I, my expectations is like I I saw everybody, and here's the thing about it, Rob. This here's the thing. This is all I heard in the the preseason about the NCEs in terms of Washington. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to lead them 
I like what what did I miss in the last decade? What did like what did Ryan Fitzpatrick become good? I was like, what did you hear this stuff in the pre off in the preseason? Just just ask any of us. I, I if I did, I blanked that out because I just nobody like ask any of us that's lived through the Ryan Fitzpatrick experience. We I could have told it no, no. This is not gonna end well. No. No. No, I've lived that life. No. I said Ryan Fitzpatrick is a guy is a perfect backup quarterback to carry you, hold you down for two or three games if the starter gets hurt. Sure. If you're kind of Ryan Fitzpatrick, if you're kind of you got a Ryan Fitzpatrick no. on no. that. No. Forget about no. it. No, just no. No. Forget about it. No. Oh, those memories are painful. Those hurt. Those losses hurt. He lo- he may he loses days in the most painful fashion. It's not fun. It is so not fun. Oh man. So I was I was just like, yeah. So I, yeah, I, y'all, you saved yourself some pain there. You did. Y'all did. Yeah. Y'all did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's gonna be out six to eight weeks. I said, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, they, they no the bottom line, the bottom line is they don't have, they don't have a quarterback, um, and you know the league is a quarterback dominated league. Uh, one last thing before I let you go, what are your thoughts on this on the Deshaun Watson situation? What do you where do you think he ends up? That is kind of like the elephant in the NFL room in terms of where he yeah. can go. Yeah, he's not playing this year. Okay. Um. That 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 ain't gonna happen. So it'll it'll be that simple. Um, he's radioactive. Nobody can touch him. Uh, I here's I, I'm gonna be blunt. Real, he's he played his last game ever. He's not getting back on that field. Uh, he's not getting back on that field. Oh, all, all of that goes away. That's too much. It's too much. Real. It's too much. In 2021, no, no. Nope, nope, nope. Not talented enough to overcome this. I will say, I will say this year. Too black to I, overcome I, this. Nope. I say he play, I say he plays in twenty twenty two. I mean, I like. Nope. I agree with you for this year. I think he plays next year. These NFL teams don't if, have morals like that. If t- this they, goes they, away, if this goes away, yes. But here's the thing. Yes, I don't think this. I, what? What? Like, what? Tell you that this thing is not is like that. This thing is going to go to. Like trial and all, like the case seems like, and I'm not, listen, let me be respectful to the young ladies. I'm not saying yeah. that he didn't do anything. I'm going to make that clear. But it seems to me like the NFL doesn't have a appetite to investigate it and that the case is just not that strong, even even with all the, the, the plaintiffs or whatever, or the, the, the our compliance. I, I don't see how he does to play in 2022, to be honest with you. I don't. The game, it is different. So, like, let's, I mean, this this is this is a sensitive conversation to have. So right. just yes. just in just thinking about in in a football mindset in a football way, right? Um, so not to be callous. Right. Uh you look at like the Antonio Brown situation versus right. Deshaun Watson situation. Okay. The difference is Antonio Brown is a piece. Your quarterback is the face. Right. That's the good. face of your franchise has to be squeaky clean. It just has to. 
and particularly when the face of your franchise is a black quarterback. Squeaky clean. I'm just telling you, real. Unless this goes away in a way in which satisfies everybody, which is impossible. There's not a scenario I can imagine any team touching him. This is as radioactive as Colin Kaepernick. Mm. It is that simple. Mm. It is 2021. You may not be someone who has multiple sexual assaults attached to your name. You no, may it's not. Bad. No, it's bad. And you may not be a quarterback with that and play in the NFL. No chance he plays. No chance. Like I said, I agree with you for this year, but I will not. I'm not going to say ever. I just, I, I've seen the NFL just too many of these guys get back in the league. I, I, I don't think ever. Not a quarterback. Not a quarterback. That's the difference. Not if you're not thinking about. Not a quarterback. We haven't seen a sexual it's case. It's a different standard. It is a different standard. No, I get your point. It's a, I mean, it's, it's a fair point. I it's, no, it's a, I, this, I, it's a fair point. I disagree, but it's, I, I understand where you're coming from. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Um, yeah, yeah, that that. But he no. We are, I mean, I, I, this, I'll be shocked if he plays this year. That's I. I oh, that's that, not. That's not gonna happen. No, that's not happening. That's not happening. He's that, not, is, no. that is. That's not happening. There's no, no way. He's not playing this year for sure. No, no, no. Nope, they're paying him to go sit home. Just yeah. go away. Yep. Yeah. They're not even like we're not even gonna wait to contest. Just, just go away. They don't want him anywhere near the franchise. One last sports thing. If I My man Tyrod Taylor, though. My man Tyrod. Tyrod, Tyrod, Tyrod about to get Tyrod about to get a contract. Tyrod about to get a contract. Yeah, I like. I see. I still. I always. I thought he got raw deal, but I. I. You like Tyrod? You, you always like Tyrod. I'm. Yeah. I'm. Ha- I am because because he got such a raw deal in Buffalo. Um. Uh, with like pet whatever Nick whatever our bum head coach was at the time. You got um, him out of that money. Uh, out of your mind. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, the dark, the dark, the dark age. Um. But but so so I I was happy to see Tyrod be successful. I really was. I was. Yeah yeah no you know Tyrod's a veteran. Yep. He knows how to yep. knows how to keep a job and keep a job. Yep. No that that that's it. I was derailing the conversation with Tyrod. Um. One yeah. One last sports thing. So I I watched the uh I didn't watch all of it, but I watched the, the last probably hour of it. The Djokovic match. Against Medvedev as he was trying to go for the grand, the, the counter grand slam, and I was like, I'm looking at it. He lost, of course, he lost his losing straight sets. Part of me was rooting against him because I wanted, I wanted him Federer and made all to all but have retired with 20. But I, I can see like I can see why like damn, damn, it's hard to win four majors in one year. Like everything was pointing towards him winning it. Uh, no Federer, no uh, Nadal, but it's always intense. It's always it's a young man sport. Always these young guns that's coming, and uh, I thought he was in trouble from the standpoint of I watched the match on Friday where he had to go five sets. So you go five sets on Friday, got to come back, quick turnaround on Sunday. Like, yup, 
Had no legs. Just had no legs. And we see, and we've seen that, you know, with Sampras late in his career, Agassi, when they make these long runs and they have one, a tough semifinal or a tough quarterfinal, and then have nothing in the finals. And that that was the same exact thing with Djokovic in that match on on Sunday. Did you see it? Did you see any of the match? No, I didn't see any match. I didn't check. Okay, but basically, you basically had, had absolutely no legs. Uh, coming off the, the Friday uh, semifinal. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. It's NFL edition. We have wrapped up week one. Week one in the books. One of, what, 18 weeks, 17 games. Uh, it's going to be a marathon season. So a number. The NFL season changes about five times a year. There'll, there'll be five twisted yeah, turns in the season. Uh, like to your point, this is basically the preseason through September. I I don't think you will get a real sense of where we're at to at least week seven or eight. Well, right now the teams don't even know who they are. No, no, no. So this is this is this is like for fans. This is like unofficial power ranking time right now. We're just we're just basically like. Who's number one this week? Who will be number one next week? Who will be number one the week after that? There, you, we we won't have any real knowledge of who the teams are in my head. I always start thinking at week eight. That's when you really start saying, "All right, this team is this way. This team has this defense, offense, everything like that." You can really start to codify those things. Um, maybe as early as week six. Um, in some cases. But that, these first four weeks, is just they, everybody's just finding out who they are. What we will be able to see is who's the really horrible team. Those always make themselves. Yeah, they they they, they they stand out quickly. <laughs> they stand. No, they, that they, they, we will know very they, no, quickly. They they no, they stand out quickly. No, that, without they they stand out. Uh, yeah, no, they stand out to a T. There's no, I mean, I, I already even. I mean, even I know they have a young quarterback, but even the Jets, the Jets just look just no, they're bad. Oh, They're bad. They'll always be bad. I don't. Jets. I don't understand Jets fans, but that's them. Um, they're, yeah. they're horrible. The Jets are just and they horrible. get they get the rug put out them with the new hope quarterback every year. I don't every. get it. You haven't had a quarterback since the sixties. I don't understand. I really don't understand how yeah. they hold out this hope. Yeah. They're dedicated. No, they are. No, they are. Them in Chicago with their quarterbacks. I'm just oh, like, God, yes. okay, yeah. okay. Y'all want to do this every year, every Woo. three years. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> but boy, this feels like you try, um, Susie pulling the ball away from Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, you really go, God. Literally everything you're saying about Zach Wilson, everything I heard about Zach Wilson, that's exactly what you were saying about Sam Darnold two years yeah. before. Everything. Yeah. No, yeah. Like y'all really gonna rinse this and repeat? But okay, all right, okay. I okay. mean, yeah, no, nah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Romo was saying some good things about him, but I'm like, you know, okay. yeah, yeah. No, nah, I heard somebody say, um, looking at all the quarterbacks in the AFC East, Zach Wilson might be the best one. Like, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Go with that take, sure, sure. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The all right. Yeah, no, the, the no. Jets are the Jets. The Jets, I mean, it's, it's like, 
Like I mean, like we said, going back to the conversation with the Saints, culture, you know, culture matters. Culture it is culture. Culture is culture. Like I, I like you know, he has talent, but he, he's the culture is shitty. Period. As a at a certain point in time, you're bad until you prove that you're not. That's why yeah, last year when everybody's it. going, aren't you excited about the Bills? Aren't you excited about what they do? Everything like that. But we've been bad for so long. I have to see it yeah. on a consistent basis before I'm willing to buy into it. Yeah. And so that was just with my team. With other people, say, oh yes, you have to prove it to me. I'm going to need to see the Jets go 12 and four and damn near win the Super Bowl before I'm like they they turn the corner. No, yeah. Um, because no. I just have too much history to no. look at. And go, nah, this ain't no. it. And right now, this ain't it. No. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's it's no. It, they that no. And like I said, Detroit. God awful. Detroit, yeah. Oh yeah, no. Detroit's on Detroit's horrible. No, Detroit's horrible. No, Detroit's bad. Um yeah. Chicago's gonna struggle. Chicago's gonna struggle. struggle. They're gonna struggle. They're gonna struggle. Yeah. I don't know about God awful, but they're gonna struggle. It's gonna be bad. Struggle. Like they 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 it's gonna be bad. There's not there's not a lot of good there. Jacksonville is gonna be the worst. Just the worst. They'll be bad. Just the worst. They'll be bad. Just the worst. There's no talent around. There's no talent around him. I don't care how good Trevor Lawrence is. It's just going to be bad. And they got a college coach that has no clue what he's doing. And it, that's a bad situation. That So, so those I can call almost, college, almost immediately. So it's interesting. Like, the college coach thing, and we know Urban Meyer is a legend in college, all-time great college coach. But uh, we, we've, we've watched enough NFL to know that the college coach thing has not worked out in the NFL. Uh, it just hasn't. <laughs> It's just and it's a real a college coach that hasn't actually coached in a while. Yes, that's my thing. It's not like you just. It's not like you know all the phones ringing for Saban. He hasn't coached in a while. He was doing broadcast. Right. So he's a former like great years? college yeah, coach. Years? Yeah, about he was on years. the broadcasting team for like three years. Yeah. I'm trying to make that make sense as being a successful NFL head coach. I really am, and I'm struggling. Yeah. No, that's a good. That's a good point. He's yeah. He's been out. He's been out to college for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I guess watching a lot of games helps you be an NFL coach. I guess. I, I guess. I. So Jacksonville's gonna struggle. Not There's anybody. Probably another handful of teams I can think of just right off, right off the rip. Um, that just like oh, they're not gonna be any good. I have no interest in watching their games. No, they're about <laughs> they're all. about six. They're about six or seven teams that are not that are unwatch, that are not watchable. Yeah, they're about six or seven. I mean, certain teams you'll watch if you're a quarterback. If, I mean, if you're a quarterback guy, you'll watch it for the quarterback to see their development. So I'll say that. Like I, I can see myself watching a couple of Jacksonville games to see Lawrence. You know, his somewhat progression. I uh, from that standpoint. I, I, I get what you're saying. For the most part, yeah, they're about teams that just were uh, just they're just completely unwatchable. Like the, even the Jets with Zach Wilson, they're, they're still unwatchable. That's unwatchable. Uh, nah, nah. Oh, so, we forgot to mention the Giants. The Giants. Oh, the Giants. Oh, God. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. No. Daniel Jones. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. <laughs> Woo, yeah. No. Now off the line, man. Oof. Yeah, no. Oof. No, it's bad. 
his place, cousin's place with a for a cookout, um, was just infectious. And that night, I'll never forget that night. It was just a just one of those wild nights where it's just great company and great just you know friendship and family and you know you're talking about the game talking about life everybody's just enjoying each other's company and at 25 again moments like that you you have a moment like that or or a night like that you know at this age at my age now you'll cherish it forever at 25 even then you know i kind of felt like man this is it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um, now, you know, it, I look back on it and it just, it, it's, it's aged like gold. Like, it's like, you know, that was, that was a very special time and a special night. And one of the main reasons why it was so special was because, because of Craig Graves. Craig Graves was a husband, father. He was a lover of life, a uh, sports fan, and just a hell of a time. I mean, uh, just, uh, just uh, he lived a hell of a life lived a full life and he absolutely will be, you know, sorely missed, you know, to say the least. And that, that goes without, that's the understatement. And, but I, but, you know, he leaves here, he leaves a legacy um, that will, you know, he leaves a legacy that, you know, that, that, you know, beyond himself. And if you can leave, a, if you can live a life and leave a legacy and, you know, it's, it's pretty much, that's all you can almost ask for. So, salute to him. Uh, prayers to his family, friends, uh, and loved ones. Um, again, he, he he was somebody who you enjoyed uh, just being around, uh, a.k.a. the mayor. So, see you soon, brother. Rest in peace. It's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of The Real Deal. Thanks to, again, thanks to Rob Sapp for joining me. I will see you next time. Have a great rest of your week.